suddenly and then. We're back. You're listening you know to Money Talks. College, me a and I could work if uh, you would like to get in touch with us to have your financial question answered, you can always call us on our question hotline, 1-855-429-9166, or you can call us on our regular line, 770-429-9166, uh, or email us, drgene at hensler.com, D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Or go to our website, and you can probably find an answer to your question. Uh, as long as it's broad enough, um, we have lots to see there, uh, lots of good information. So uh, when we left, we pretty much left behind government shutdown, Fed monetary policy, and trade war with China talks. Uh, we've got a few questions that we'd like to answer. Carlos from Forest Park asks... Uh, Let's see his question. Okay, this is a bit hypothetical, but with Roger on, I'd like to put this out there. Uh, Roger, is there something we need to know? Uh, I don't know how that ties to me nah. in any way, shape, or form, I promise. Cannabis stocks nah. are all the rage every week, it seems. Maybe since you're around a lot of college kids, I, who knows what the time. <laughs> I don't know. Every week, it seems there's new headline for Tilray, Canopy Growth, GW Pharmaceuticals at Al. Uh, the use of cannabis and CBD oils could be big business. Uh, there are, there's been speculation that big tobacco companies and pharma companies will eventually get in on the trend. So at what point do the companies begin to lobby for changing the U.S. laws? And uh, if they can do that, what bump does that have on an economy? I'm not so sure that it does. But right. uh, when was the last time we saw something illegal become legalized and already have companies and stocks in place? Well, I can tell you probably the easiest one is 1933 when we saw the reversal of prohibition of alcohol right. is probably the answer to that final question. Now, some of the companies that had been making alcohol for a long time uh, actually stopped, but they many of them just changed. I don't know if you know it, the, uh, Pabst, right. the maker of Blue Ribbon Beer, actually was caught up in the middle of that. They switched to cheese, Made a, had a huge cheese factory. We were a fountain of knowledge they today. Were, they were from Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they had a company heads. called Paps Etz, and uh, they it was just about cheese. They were making cheese. And uh, wow. they wound up selling it off, to, I think, to Kraft a few years later. Hmm. Uh, many of the companies, like Yingling, that was in business then, I don't know right. if you knew right. that, yeah. they made ice cream, switched to an ice cream factory. Some of the companies made uh, near beer, just low-alcohol beer that was still legal, um, but uh, everybody had a, I mean, Anheuser-Busch did something similar, but hmm. they even, uh, Coors started a tech company making ceramics that actually is still a part of their business today. So, you know, those companies that were there and then got regulated out of business when they came back in, yeah, that was kind of what was going on. And we have it here today. Hmm. We've got states that have legalized yeah, I think that's part of the problem. I mean, or what are the complicating issues? There's federal right. law, there's state law, there's banking law. Uh, I have friends who live in Colorado, live in California, and, of course, they tell me all the dispensaries have popped up everywhere. Uh, I was in Seattle about five years ago, did not know they had legalized it. I walked out of the Sheraton, and 
and I thought I was back at the Peter Frampton concert in 1977 yeah. in the Omni. Uh, but, I, but I do think that... <laughs> but you had your shirt on this time. Uh, <laughs> I always had my shirt on. No. Um, but I think the issue is, as we say, until you get all the, st- all the federal law changed as well, there's still going to be some issues with that. And then how do you run a company where you're having trouble uh, getting access to basic banking services? So I think they've got a long way to go in the regulatory environment for before the cannabis um, play becomes um, less risky, if you will. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and I kind of I, I kind of looked into that, guys. And yeah. uh, if you if you use California as let's say a case study, and that they had medical approval um, basically ten years before they had recreational approval, and you start to look at these states that have uh, medical approvals now, and you forecast for it, okay, 10 years from now, you, you start to see kind of how the chips fall as far as, you know, the, the political battle that we have here. It starts to feel like it's could be it could be a possibility going into, you know, 2026, 2030, somewhere around that area, just at the pace that we're starting to get across the electoral map now. So yeah. and it's just something to keep in mind. But one thing I wanted to get back to, Troy, is you, you had all these unique cases of manufacturers sw- sure. switching their manufacturing into really random things. Well, if you think about the uh, the uh, cannabis industry and its kind of nation stage right now, once you get to that federal legalization, well, let's look at Canada, for instance. They have it's, – it's fully legal in Canada. They're having supply shortages out to 18 months. They can't supply the stuff. They don't have the infrastructure and the capital in place to be able to get get this cannabis to the shops. Well, who could serve that in the United States? And then it, the most natural assumption there is, well, the tobacco companies. Right. Because <laughs> they're already rolling hundreds of millions of cigarettes. Right. And, and if they can find some uh, relationships with the farmers that they already have to shift some of their crops that way and – and in in the states that it's already legal, right, and right. start to build those relationships and make sure the supply is going to be there, I think they end up winning. And, some of, some and there's, of the stories that I hear that I think are interesting, you're saying that Canada is undersupplied. Many of the states that have already legalized are saying that they have an oversupply. Way oversupply. Yeah, I was reading this story about in Washington how they were just burning the stuff because it was going to go bad and it, it never got sold. Yeah, that might is, have been what you which smelled, is wild. Roger. Maybe, I don't know. It's a, <laughs> The but, bonfire. And I want Carlos to send an email explaining why he tied this to me. I'm probably the <laughs> only person born in the 1960s that did not partake. But yeah. uh, anyway. Um, right. It's and, all about the economics. I'm okay, sure. good. I'm okay. And, I don't, and the other thing is I don't want to I don't want to brush over the, the kind of like the it almost feels like a, a, a mania that we're kind of we get questions all the time. right? Sure. Or, yeah. No, it's, it's a hot topic. Sure. And sure. if you start to look at the fundamentals of some some of these companies. I mean, I've been asked about companies that don't even have sales. Right. <laughs> I don't know how you value that. Companies and then you, that make beakers you look at and like then the, change their name to look, something so cannabis. Now, you can tell that he wasn't in this industry in 1999. You would have said, <laughs> said that's pre-revenue, right? Yeah. <laughs> pre-revenue. That was yeah. the technology moniker. So, so yeah. I, I, I mean, I personally, looking at the space, have not come across anything that looks attractive. The 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 only the only really compelling story is is to, uh, we've seen some firms in working on uh, medical level development of these cannab- cannabinoid compounds for right. treatment for for pain treatment to try and displace opiates. I think that could be 
a big market and the, they're a little more reasonably valued in that space. Given, right. But I mean, you've got all you got all sorts of crazy valuations on some of these companies. I, I mean, I was looking at the top holding. It's like 10 percent of this big marijuana ETF, MJ Canopy Growth. Right. It's at 100 times sales. A hundred times sales. Yeah. What's a normal company's <laughs> multiple price to sales? Somewhere uh, between one and two? Uh, you said a hundred? <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, bizarre. It's... And, and uh, you know, although it hasn't taken over the market like tech stocks did in the 90s, Roger, you made the, you made the uh, tie-in, but the reality is in that small space, it's that bad. Yeah. The, the valuations are just absolutely unbelievable and and not something that i could support right. um but again i believe that tobacco i mean he says yeah. it in his question i believe big tobacco jacob you made the case uh that's really who's going to win this game and that whole end. that whole space is really cheap right now because you've seen this push from the regulators to try and ban any sort of flavored cigarettes well right. under that umbrella is going to be menthol cigarettes so right. all these huge tobacco manufacturers are seeing sentiment in their stocks fall fall off because everyone's like, oh, okay, well, they got 30% of revenues under threat. They got very attractive dividend yields. And the, the news hasn't been big behind it, but they've been active in acquisitions in, in some of these small stakes. I mean, we've seen stakes taken in, in marijuana companies, uh, sizable stakes, right. uh, to try and get a foot in the door to the for these tobacco so again i i mean if if it's me if i was going to play it you ask me how do you play cannabis buy some of the cheap buy, tobacco stocks. get paid a five percent dividend yeah. yield to wait 10 years for right. to tie one thing into your point about uh, menthol you'll look at the the uh, contribution to sales to revenue and uh, it'll be significantly less as a percentage of what the stock has fallen uh, off oh, of, of the course. news, and, uh, and those you know, folks are going to smoke make... anyways, even if you do ban it. Yeah, and if the brand stays around, that's still going to be the one they're loyal yeah. to. Yeah. All right, market up or down, Jacob? I am not going to ask Doctor Todd if he doesn't talk. Oh. Oh, Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll be back next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.